the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Well, everybody, welcome to the Spot Track Podcast. I'm Kevin Sylvester, along with the founder of SpotTrack.com, Mike Tonetti, Paul Peck on assignment. He's going bowling uh, this week. He might bowl, bowl, but he's going to a college bowl. Bahamas. Yeah, tough assignment yeah, there. spots, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was rooting for that hard over the uh, potato bowl again. I uh, want to remind you that Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment presents this show. They believe in empowering professional athletes and entertainers with the knowledge they need to make informed decisions about their finances and wealth. To learn more, go to morganstanley.com slash GSE, Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. The baseball division is going to be very busy. Um, or it has been over the weekend, you'd have to think, uh, with calls from some players to say, okay, I just signed a massive deal, and what do I do with this money? So there's uh, so many things to talk about what's happened after last year, Mike, when we had this, like, nothing happened. It's been a few years. In baseball. A few years. This happened early. A month after free agency opened, right. about a month after, right? So a little late, but uh, Merry Christmas to some players. Yeah, the, the chips fell early. I mean, the second Garrett Cole signed with the Yankees, you kind of knew everything was going to fall in place after that because that was the, the king here to, to topple over. Well, was that, that was after Strasburg? Strasburg was or, first, but that's right. okay. Stras- right. I, we talked about it. Strasburg making that little tour was just for Cole's benefit. Sure. It was just go and, go and get your high price so that I know what my price is going to be. It's, that's just as easy as that was. Um, people are surprised at the baseball money. Does it surprise you that people are surprised? Yes. It surprises me because it's, yeah. it's only been like a two or three year hiatus here, essentially, where teams smartened up. And it's because there weren't any great pitchers to sign. Yes. Te- teams weren't going to pay a shortstop money. Teams weren't going to pay a left fielder money. You can understand that. that well, they just because they just did it, right? We just had the big ones go. The Harper. Harper, Harper Machado. And Machado. That's fine, but they were young. They right? were young free agents. We're not going to see that anymore. We're just not going to see it anymore. Um, these guys are 30, these pitchers. I think, I, I, yeah, what, right, which is uh, in Strasburg with the mileage on the yeah. arm and repaired arm. Twice, yeah. Yes. Um, that, I think, is – and the fact that it's all guaranteed. And then what Cole gets – but it was going to the Yankees, right? I mean, the Yankees – Feels a little less, yeah. Right. Well, I'm just saying, but the Yankees uh, were willing to overpay because they they've still have a couple of young contracts. Oh, plenty, right? Plenty, and they're so, gonna. I think there's another trade to be made with the Yankees. Maybe two. They're gonna. They, they need to get rid of a few. Is what you're saying? I think so. I think so. Look, they're gonna try to get rid of Giancarlo Stanton, in my opinion. Sure. That that, that was a mis- the one mistake that this regime has made in the past three years. Here, they're gonna have to offload some of those kids with Stanton to get him out the door. So, to me, you do that. This is the time. You clean house while you're building up right now because they've they've got the piece in cold that they, that can take them to October. Um, get the get that gigantic Stanton. Pay, you know, paycheck off of your payroll right now because it's just dead weight at this point and they had to replace cc yeah right yeah. i mean let, let, you know they need, a, they a, need a big guys, game truly. pitcher and they yeah. needed to replace him I, I think he was the biggest hole on the mound that left well the Sever- right? severino was injured he was going to be the ace he never really panned out and in his return tanaka ended up being the best pitcher on that team last year and he's he's been up and down the, you know the past three four years as it is so it, it was a bit of a a diamond in the rough to get him as high level they got from him. If they can have Tanaka at that level and Garrett Cole, where we know he can be, like I said, that I think that one trade they're going to make is cleaning Stanton out. The second trade I think is they improve the three, four, five. I don't, I don't think they're comfortable with Jay Happ. I think they like uh, Paxton as the number three. But if they can get a, a more improved number four, number five pitcher, look out for the Yankees. That's about all they need right there. But so the interesting thing is, 
the Yankees recognize they need to go out and get pitching. The Everybody, Nationals, right? the Nationals yeah. have to keep pitching. Select ch- chose to keep pitching, right? Instead of the hitter, yeah. You've got to believe the Angels tried to get Cole. They didn't. Let's talk about the Angels because and they, they've missed on everybody. Yes. But or they, or well, they haven't tried hard enough for everybody. I don't know what the right way to say it is. What do you think? Well, I, I think they... It sounds they, like they went eight years on Cole, and the Yankees went nine. Yeah, I think they missed out on Cole. I think they recognized they needed to get yeah. uh, him in there, or a player, pitcher like him in there, and that didn't happen. They signed Rendon, mm-hmm. which, does that take him out of Bum... And they miss out on Bumgartner? Or did they even try to get Bumgartner? Didn't hear much about it. Wow. Hunjing what? Ryu is the name I've heard. He's still out there. Um He's fine. He's not like a. He's not a sexy ace, but he's certainly better than anything they've got right now. The, but, but my like, why not go all in on Cole? Why, on any why, of them? Well, I'm just saying, well, any you, of them. Like, why continue to make the same mistake? Yeah. Right. I mean, you, you've paid bats. You've got the best bat and, and player maybe ever yeah. in Mike Trout, but you've got virtually nothing on the hill for him. You know what? You know what stinks. I was thinking about it from Trout's perspective. Why? Why aren't players lining up to play with Mike Trout? Certainly Anthony Rendon did. He chose the Angels over his hometown Rangers, who made just as competitive an offer. Um, well, he, 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 wants to be, he wants to be batting in front of Mike Trout. Sure. <laughs> he obviously wasn't talking to Robert Rayola either. <laughs> right. Tax-wise. Tax yeah, tax-wise. Yeah, that's right. You know, but he did get the extra year out of – I actually read this, Kevin. It was, it was vital that he got the extra year in California to offset the taxes. Texas was, it was a year less in the offer, but because of the tax situation, they matched the Angels' offer financially. So there was a tax part of this. Sure, Rendon just had to get the extra year from the, from the Angels. Yeah, but okay, but hold, but that and means, Rendon's great, but it's not. It doesn't fix the yeah. Angels' problem. The Angels weren't having problems scoring runs. Right. <laughs> okay, they're going to try to outscore people now. Let That's me uh, let me go back to that uh, rationale real quick. What, it the was important. Yeah, yeah, it was important for Rendon to get the extra year to offset the taxes. It's guaranteed. Um, however, yeah. To offset, think about that for more a second. More taxes, of course. Right, he's gonna he's gonna pay more taxes on it. I that, that, that and and if you're you're playing in front of Trout, your numbers should be better, way better. So you should be worth more when you come up again. Somebody's getting a fastball, whether it's Trout or Rendon, right? Right, it's not gonna be Trout. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think. No, I I get it from Rendon's standpoint. I mean, you put the taxes away, you go play with Mike Trout, but why aren't any of these pitchers lining up to be the the savior of that team? I mean, the, the hitters can hit. They can, they can score some runs. One of these pitchers should have said, give me all the money you can give me. I'm going to come and be your ace. I don't understand why. Maybe they, don't like, the big... bo- Maybe they don't like the ballpark. But Joe Madden, like everything's good. Yeah. It's all good. Mickey Calloway's the pitching coach. He was a gem in Cleveland. And, right. oh, by the way, they were out on Corey Kluber for that trade. Right. Yeah, let's talk about Kluber. Okay. It makes no sense. That's, right. That was the perfect fit. If you're not going to pay a guy, go and get a great contract like Kluber. I yeah. don't understand it. And so the Texas Rangers did. Yeah. And didn't have to give up a whole ton for it either. I don't, but I don't get that from Cleveland standpoint. Yeah, it was time, I guess. That they, they tried last offseason. They tried at the deadline. Kluber got hurt at the deadline, so it sort of threw a wrench in that situation. They didn't have to do it now, though. They could have waited to the trade deadline this this upcoming July. So they must have liked what they saw. They got themselves a center fielder, which they have nine of already, and they got themselves what looks like to be a pretty decent eighth, seventh, eighth inning guy. Guy can guy can throw a hundred million. A hundred mile per hour cutter. So who does that sound like? Right? <laughs> <laughs> the Cleveland Indians. Well, I feel for their fans. It's coming. They know it's coming. It, they get their three year window and then they got to break it all down. That's just the small market they are. You know. But are they that small of a market? Yeah. I mean, they are. They are. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. The first comment I got, I, I tweet out about Garrett Cole, right? And I talk about the $324 million and the $36 million a year. The first comment I get in my tweet, well, the Yankees made $600 million in revenue this year, so I think they're going to be fine. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's fair. <laughs> I had to actually right. reply to that. Like, yeah, that works. Yes. They're going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> That's and, not Cleveland, by the way. Right. No, I, I know <laughs> Cleveland's a smaller market, but uh, boy, they had something good going there, you know? And yeah. Just, yeah, it sounds like they're going to try to move Lindor. Probably not this year. Um, I wouldn't imagine the deadline. It'll probably be this time next year that Frankie Lindor has moved. But the Dodgers are interested in any time. Sure. Anytime the Dodgers are in, you uh, you listen. Well, let's talk about the Dodgers because sure. Clayton Kershaw made a, a last-minute bid for the Dodgers to sign Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. Um, who I, I think, um, boy, this might be – if you just look at what he's done in the postseason. That's right. right? I mean, Which is guys are Hall of Famer. About. Come on. Nobody cares about June. Uh, right. The Dodgers are care, care about September and October, and Bumgarner is the guy for that. Yes. So it makes sense. He's a better yeah. big game pitcher than Kershaw. Oh, it's apples and, and oranges. Kershaw knows it. Yeah, Kershaw couldn't be more opposite of that. But they are a pitcher away now. They're, they, they're, I think they're going to lose Ryu. Like I mentioned, the Angels have their eyes on him, and a few other teams do as well. So that leaves a number three position that needs to get filled on that. I mean, maybe the kids can come up. That Dustin May kid looks goofy, but he can pitch. Um, we'll see. That They might be... If they don't make a, a big move this off season, uh, stay tuned for the Dodgers in July because they'll be uh, they'll be deadline buyers for sure. Um, there are still a couple. You mentioned Ryu. Uh, yeah. What about Dallas Keuchel? Again, by the way, Ryu Keuchel, Nick Nick Castellanos, Boris clients. So the the three massive contracts that Boris already has under his belt, not to mention Bryce Harper last year. There's still three more. He's gonna be he's gonna sign over a billion dollars worth of contracts this just this year. This year, right. this off season. He's going to be over a billion. So, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Scott Boris. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Keuchel's interesting because he is – people forgot about him because of the holdout, and then mm-hmm. he came back, and he was above average but not elite, and he's older now, and he's got mileage. But I do think he's the perfect fit for a contender, and I hate to say that this Dodgers conversation we just had just does make a lot of sense. Sure it does. But so does going back to the Braves. So, yeah. to me, those are the top two teams for a guy like Keuchel. But look at – Houston needs to fill Garrett Cole's hole still. And Keuchel was, was strong there. Keuchel had a good relationship there. So d- don't sleep on Houston. They're not, they're not just giving this thing away. They may try to trade one of their kids that they don't end up on, wanting to pay in the next 18 months. But that doesn't mean they're not going to be contenders by any means. So keep an eye on Houston here as well. All right. So do we have to wait for those three we just mentioned to sign before we see some trade movement? Or no, do you no, expect we're to see here. some more? Yeah, like I said, the Frankie Lindor talk is real. I think it probably putters out and, and happens next year. But Nolan Arenado's on the trade block. Um, you, you're going to see some more pitchers. I, I wonder if the Mets have a pitcher to move. I, I know they like what they have right now. They did acquire Stroman at, at the July deadline. Syndergaard's name isn't going to go away in trade talks. So, yeah, I'm grumbling too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep them. <laughs> Keep them. Got to keep Thor in New York. Um but, yeah, the, the, the trade season is essentially now ramping up now that the big free agent pieces have fallen. Uh, and it should be real. Teams are understanding how, how strong the trade can be versus the free agent signing. So I think this next six weeks should be really interesting. All right, I'll put our, I'll put our fan caps on here yeah. real quick with the Mets. The Mets and the Sabres. I'm going to use an NHL sure. thing here. Um, very similar. They have great young talent. Uh, hang on to those core, but stop overpaying for marginal other players. Well, they just free they did just free up about fifteen million. Did you read this story? No, I didn't. So not Cespedes, see. yeah, okay. Yeah, the, uh, the the quiet story of Yuenes Cespedes has finally come to the surface. He uh, he's been battling these hip and and ankle injuries, hip uh, heel injuries now for three years after they gave him a gigantic contract. Um, 
And the rumor was that it didn't happen during baseball, that it happened at, on his ranch. Right. He fell off a horse. He walked into a hole. There was all these stories out there. Well, guess what? They really were BS stories, apparently, because the, the Mets took him to court. The investigations kind of came to, on, onto the Mets' side. Uh, Cespedes lost half his salary last year. Without, none of us knew it. It just kind of came out this past week. He lost half of his salary last year as a, a, a settlement agreement. The Mets basically said, we can either cut you right now and you're, you get nothing, or you can play ball with us a little bit. We'll reduce your salary this year. We're going to reduce your 2020 salary even more. And then, oh, by the way, if you can get back on the field in 2020, you can make some of that back f- through bonuses. So that's where they are. He, he made $14.5 million last year, half his salary. The rumor is the salary of this year is down to 9.5, so down $20 million. Um, and he can make some of it back if he can get, get on the field. I don't expect him to play. I mean, any, yeah, right. anything you get from Cespedes now is just is just gravy. But it's nice to know that they've cleared themselves a significant amount of money that you can go and get somebody with now. Well, and the, the interesting part about that is other players are like, oh, my God, they mean that in contracts. Right? Well, this, this, <laughs> is, not, this is not common, Kevin. Right, don't get hurt. It's not common around, that right? you, you take a guy to court. By the way, this secretly. I mean, it's right. How the heck did this happen in New York City and nobody knew about it? Or, or nobody was able to speak to it. You know what I mean? So this apparently this last year, Cespedes went to court with the Mets and lost, flat-out lost. It's very rare. I mean, the, it must have been to the point where, where the Players Association just basically said it's out of our hands now. Whatever the Mets wanted to, they can do, which is that's, that's not common. That's not common. Wow. It must have been a significant bonehead injury that he was contractually tied to. You know? That is uh, – well, yes, uh, yeah, something foolish it's happened. Like th- I have, I've i taken a look at the uh, Nick Foles contract in Jacksonville. They're probably hoping he, uh, you know, doesn't doesn't hurt himself too bad, but maybe falls off his motorcycle, sprains a knee playing yeah. hoops in the yeah. driveway or something. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, something that's in the contract language a little bit that avoid those guarantees. I mean, nothing. They, I'm not I'm not looking for the guy to get injured here, hear, but I I'm saying you, you know you. I'm thinking maybe maybe Jacksonville would wouldn't mind a uh, you know a trip and fall off the uh, off the motorcycle that's contractually obligated to. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm mad Cespedes is hurt, but I'm yeah. I'm happy we're saving some bucks here. That's all I'm saying. All right. So uh all the major league baseball off season updates, you, you can find those at spot track. We're gonna build a Scott com. Boris tracker, I think. Wow. And just yes. track Boris specifically on the free agent tracker. I mean for the <laughs> the amount of cash that he is uh getting for players. That is yes. uh, incredible. Uh, with his agents. Hey, I want a quick mention today's episode's brought to you by the Athletic. The Athletic is a subscription-based sports news site delivering in-depth sports coverage, which we can talk about in one quick second before we move on yeah. to some football stuff. You also get detailed coverage of every trade for agent signing and storyline in your team, as well as expert analysis from national writers like Ken Rosenthal, Michael Lombardi, Pierre Lebrun, plus deep insights from analytics gurus and former team executives like John Hollinger and Seth Partnow. Join today. They had the uh, last time we we talked. Yeah, the get, Cyber Week deal. Yeah. The Cyber Week deal, but we're 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 at the regular deal, back which to is, forty, which yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, it's still forty percent off. Uh, all you gotta do is go to athletic, go to theathletic.com, theathletic.com slash spot track forty off. That's theathletic.com slash s p o t r a c forty off. I'm there right now. Three big stories you want to follow in the athletic right now. Number one is the. Uh, is the Kluber deal? They're breaking it down and how bad, how miserable Cleveland fans might be about it. Uh, number two, something to talk about here quickly. Chris Bryant. We talked about this on a show uh, a couple months ago. He's he's in arbitration with the Cubs as well right now because of his service time. 
Um, oh, they, right. Did he fought to get that extra month, right? Yeah, where they, held, days they held him out his first year so that they specifically would get him essentially for seven years on team control. He's gone to court now to fight this, and we're going to find out really soon. There, there's, a, there's an article on The Athletic right now from Rosenthal and Stark uh, discussing that it's coming, that the, the, the arbitration hearing is coming. It basically means he's either going to be a free agent after this year or after 2021. So they're, uh, it's a big deal for a guy like Chris Huge. Bryant, who's also on the trade block, by the way. Don't sleep on him in Philly and Washington and a couple of uh, nice National League teams that have, have been reaching out. Angels will get him. And the third story to talk about. You, th- you think so? No, no, no I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Third story. Remember, they broke it, and and it's coming to head. The, the Astro story right. is coming, and I think there's going to be a significant suspension for that manager, for A.J. Hinch. Maybe the year. Wow. Maybe the year. Can they force him to be fired? Can, they, can, can baseball fire him? Yes, I would think so. Is that right? Is that too drastic? Well, let me. I don't think it is. Okay, well, let's go to football. Can yeah. the NFL fire Bill Belichick? What's happened with the Patriots? And I don't the know. Bengals? I don't know the actual the language of it. The Patriots were quick to point out. By the way, for those you don't know, what did we're you talking see the about. Video? They, they I did see it. the video. Yeah. The the Patriots quick point. Oh, Belichick had nothing to do with this. Yeah. Really? Well, even if he didn't, he's he's gonna look right. Right. Absolutely. We all seen videos that we've had nothing to do with on the internet, but we look. I you know what? I want I that whoever the employee is for the Bengals, that guy better get a raise and a well, and the Patriots it, already paid him, right? Uh <laughs> no, and they better get a bonus from every other team in the league mm-hmm. because the guy was awesome. Hey You're right. Damage You're right. He, the quote was Ah, oh, we can just delete this and damage is done, my friend. You're right. Awesome. Nothing's deletable anymore, by the way. Yes. Smart enough people. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the great thing was he he he's capturing it right there on video. Yeah. And it, it got uh, I, you know, in the in the just ha- happened to pan to the sidelines three or four times and it was hold just, there it for was, eight seconds. Yes, it was just stuck there on the sidelines and he's like, Well, oh, I didn't know it's I couldn't shoot coverage. this. I'm gonna tell you right now. He damn well knew he couldn't I, film that. I don't know if the Patriots set this up, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, it didn't. It it is. What, it's like Dennis Rodman getting a technical foul <laughs> at this point, right? Like it's just going to happen, right? It's just going to happen, whether you did it or not. You're getting one. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, it'll be interesting to see what the NFL does. Um, fine wise, draft pick wise. Yeah, they, right. They forfeited what? Was was it a first? Did they forfeit a first for that first spy gate? Mm. I think they did. Yeah. So th- and it was a half a million dollar fine. Half a million plus a draft pick. Yeah. So, so Houston's certainly going to lose picks. Yes, but I think Hinch has to be there's got to be a, big time. There's got to be a suspension. There, yeah. you're, you if you're, listen, if you're cheating in baseball, yeah, right. And oh, by the way, they won the World Series, and they won the World Series, <laughs> right. right? I mean, it, it would in the video, the evidence is anybody's played baseball can say, wow, the coaches have admitted signaling. to it, yes, but they say there was no technology used. Ah, boy, that's a tough one. Yeah. And you tell me how the drum, yeah, how, how the garbage quickly. can got beat so quickly, right? Right, so quickly, right? Yeah. I Anyways, just, nice keep, job by the athletic. Yeah, on that keep, story. keep an eye on the athletic for that because I think there's a big suspension coming there. All right, let's uh, let's talk about some football, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, we've been recapping the decades here on the show, and as we are approaching a new decade here, which uh, my kids keep reminding me, new decade coming up, new decade. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, <laughs> but um, 2010 to 2019. The NFL, and this is fascinating to me, the cap, the salary cap, grew, and I, I guess now that I think about it, 
I guess I shouldn't be so surprised with the TV contracts. But from 2011 to 2019, it it went over that period. It grew 56 percent. Did yeah, and most of it was the last six years. They, they slow played it out the first three years of that new CBA, and then when that money came in, like you said, from the TV revenue, um, which we're by the way we're back at that point again. So look out. Um, yeah, 56 percent increase now. 2020 is looking to be another 10 million increase, and then I think 2021. When that TV and the new CBA comes in and whatever streaming revenue they get, which Str- streaming big. revenue that's the big yeah. stuff. Yeah, right I mean, there. that's the year I think you could see a 15 to 20 million dollar jump if the league wants to do it, a basketball type jump. Well, and and the other thing you're going to see because we we just saw it here in our home market of Buffalo, one of the casinos opened a sports book, yeah, uh, right gambling money, right gambling money. It could be as prevalent, if not more, than TV money, correct? Seriously, um. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think you're going to see... Um, Even though everybody not, lost everything on the Eagles yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> if not the team... I haven't made it down there yet, by the way, and I'm angry at myself. See, I figured you'd open the place. Yeah, Kevin. well, no. Because um, there was there was one I would have gone hard at, and that would have been Arizona on Cleveland. Okay. Um, that was big. I, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? The Falcons me? killed some people. The Jaguars killed some people. The Eagles killed everybody. The yesterday. Bills might have killed some people. You I would have so? bet the Bills, too. Yeah, they were underdogs, I, you know, right? with Duck, Duck Dodgers Duck. in the 54th century there uh, <laughs> in the Sunday night game. But anyway, um, th- those revenues are going to go up. The cap's going to be over $200 million for sure. It's, uh, I think not within a year, a nice two job. years, right? Yeah, I think two years is the big jump. In fact, it might stay under $10 million this year just to prepare for 2021. Uh, could be, you could see like a 196 maybe instead of a, a $200 million this year. Okay, but so all right, we've talked about the quarterbacks. Yeah. And it's, so if you're Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen – you, They've got to wait a year. Anyway. You've got to wait. Well, yeah. well yep. but Which even then, even then, you want <laughs> you, right. You want uh, to go to your fourth year. And oh yeah, you want to get to twenty twenty one at this point. Correct. Lots of new CBA kick in. The the question yeah. is going to be: are, Is Mahomes going to do that as well? Is Dak Prescott going to do that as well? Right? Does Dak play in the franchise tag, knowing what could be coming in twenty twenty one? Could be. Maybe that's why he's waiting. Yeah. It's maybe he's possible. maybe he's the one waiting, not the Cowboys. Well, I mean, I, my guess is. The Cowboys have offered him thirty-two, thirty-three million a year, and he's just basically saying it's either thirty-five or I'm waiting. Yeah, that's very possible. Sure. Yeah, and Mahomes, I think waits. I think the Chiefs need him to wait because they're kind of broke. Yeah, <laughs> and they need to fix that defense a little bit. But um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're, I think it's going to be a bit of a down. There's a couple things in play here, and I, I haven't spoken with you on this yet either. Number one is the 2021 CBA from a salary cap standpoint, but number two, because the CBA is expiring. There's no splitting of dead cap this offseason. You're taking it all on in 2020 Ooh. because you're at the last year of the CBA. That's gotcha. a rule. Joe Corey pointed that out. And I, I, it slipped my mind up until about two weeks ago. So any of these offseason moves, all that dead cap dead cap's going to accelerate into 2020. So you're not going to see you know, massive trades where you could spread the dead cap into 21. It just isn't possible this year. So right. you're gonna, it's going to be a little bit of a, a down offseason from a, a move standpoint because of it, I think. Yeah, and you, so you may not see players cut. And you're not going to see a lot of contract extensions signed because of what we're talking about here. That's so the if, CBA. If you're a draft pick it's in you, 2020, yeah. you're you're making the roster. Well, I, I spoke <laughs> right. I spoke to the yeah you are they want you because they're not going to be able to acquire or, or extend their own too much. But yes. I spoke up about this with Tua. It's a point we left out with Tua. Does Tua want to wait to 21 now? He very well might because isn't that rookie wage scale almost certainly going to go up a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah. And if he comes back, yeah. He could be he could be the number one overall pick in twenty twenty one. Certainly play himself into it. Does he want to play for the Bengals? Well, I think it's Joe Burrow for sure. So Joe Burrow is probably going to make thirty eight million dollars over four years with the Bengals as the number one overall pick. Okay, 
what's that? What, but, but if that new CBA kicks in in 21, that could be 50. It could be four for 50 at the number one overall pick. I wouldn't be shocked. That's a big deal. I wouldn't be shocked if Tua returns <laughs> to Alabama. Yeah, and sits for half the year. Sure. Yeah. It, it's it's leaning that way, in my opinion. It's yeah. Leaning that and come way. out and you and he could be the number one pick. I don't know. I, I think what we talked about is is important. That yeah, it's it's massively important. I mean, all if, depends if on slipping to twenty. Isn't so bad. No, it's if not. Yeah, like, that's true. Like the Patriots, the Patriots get him. Yeah. Players' cash earnings in the last decade. Now, if you does this surprise you? Um, I was going to say the guy was number two. Um, okay, I was going to say that fair. guy was going to be number one. That's fair. Um, the, they're mostly quarterbacks. Nine of the ten. Nine of the ten are quarterbacks. 10, yeah. And most of you listening, if you listen to this show religiously, you would not say Tom Brady. You wouldn't. But are you surprised that he's in the top ten? No, I'm not surprised okay. he's in the top ten. Okay, he's seventh. Matt Ryan is number one. Yeah, Matt Ryan slayed. That contract was massive. Two hundred and one and a half million. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Matthew Stafford is number two. That was the guy I was thinking of. Yeah. Stafford made a lot of his money before it all, too. You gotta remember. This is just in the last decade. Does he get moved? Well, not because of the dead Be- cap he won't, because right? Because of the dead cap, I think he stays. But yeah. I, but boy, I think teams like Dallas or the Chargers would be all over it. All over it. Chargers for sure. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Because Phil Rivers just Yeah. By the way, Dak didn't win that game yesterday. We're back on that conversation. Yeah, they ran the ball through Zeke and, and Tony Pollard, and they and they blew that Rams team out. I Boy, know, the Rams. I, I don't know about Dak. I, I, there's a lot of questions <laughs> about him right now. I I sure. really like the kid. I do too. But, but that was a that was a perfect example right there of why he's probably not signed. Aaron Rodgers third, Drew Brees fourth, Eli yeah. Manning fifth. That might be a surprise for people. Sure. Eli Manning, well, which by the way, good on him to. Awesome. I mean, he played awesome Miami, finish. but whatever. Yeah, yeah, but what better way to right. go out? Yes, a sure thing. Um, Eli Manning, right now, it's not going to last long, but he is the he's the highest earning player in NFL history right now. He is number one. He passed his brother this year. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, it's good he's made it on the field. But, his brother's making more off the field. But Breeze is number three, so Breeze is coming. If Breeze resigns, and I think he will, if Breeze resigns, he'll take it over. Ben Roethlisberger is six at 180. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Ben. Yeah. Did you see him last night? I tweeted out, <laughs> and it was a popular tweet. I didn't. I wasn't quick enough, uh, and I didn't feel like rewinding to take the snapshot. You know, I was being lazy. Social media, and it's the only tweet I made during Speaking the game. Of lazy. Yeah, the only <laughs> I said I go. Wow, Big Ben looks like UConn Cornelius. He does. He looked awful. It's okay. Isn't that what we expect from him? I, well, he's always had a fat face. Totally. Sorry, Ben. You, no, you know, no, he knows. He's but he's he's an athlete because he's always moved well, and I think that girth has kept him healthy. Well, listen, don't you think? As someone who does television, I mean, listen, they uh, it does add ten pounds, and sometimes they use more than <laughs> they use more than two cameras. Are you blaming TV right now? <laughs> yeah, he, he had. Some, he, I don't Isn't think the beard supposed to tr- make you look slimmer. Uh, no, not that beard. <laughs> okay, well, he, again, he's always had a round face, and uh, but it, it just wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. He didn't look great last night. We're and, laughing like he's not going to be great next year again. Oh, of course he's going to be great. Well, you know what? The real thing is he hurt his elbow and he shaves with that throwing arm. So he can't shave with the left hand. You want to cut your face up. This is a lot of old man excuses right here is what it is. Sure is. Tom Brady's seven. Hurts to get up now, doesn't it, Kevin? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Joe Flacco is is eight. He's a slayer. Yeah. Uh, Phil Rivers, nine. and Done, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Done. Yeah, I think he's done. Chargers have to go back to San Diego, by the way. Can we start this freaking petition? Did well, you see that stands? They're, they're, yeah. It no, was purple. It wasn't like sort of purple. It was purple. Um, 
Oh, I wish Paul was here because he, he sent that, it was an ESPN article or Sports Illustrated article before they went about the stadium. Yeah. In L.A. and all the stuff yeah, that's going like on. It's like tripled in, in cost. Yeah. It's not going to be finished. Phil Rivers doesn't want to go anyway. But the deal <laughs> the deal the Chargers have. Oh, I know. Is insane. I know. I know. It, it's like the Rams are floating everything, everything. for the Chargers. And Kroenke is like, uh, um, he's taken on all this risk. It's and it's in, inflated. Right. <laughs> the Chargers should go back. But. It looks like, I mean, but if they the do Ra- go back, the Raiders should not. By the way, did you see that? Oh my gosh! It's like yeah, there. but the um, the chart. But if the Chargers go, aren't the Rams screwed? Probably. Yeah, they're all in this together. But it was something where the Chargers, they could sell, like uh, PS. They didn't. They, they're supposed to sell PSLs, but they, they didn't can't. have to. But they didn't have to. Like it was like, all right, do what you can. You know, but uh, the Rams have to sell them. It was some weird. They're, they're essentially the, the the B team. They are and the it's B not team. Even close. It's not even remotely close. But why they, might, they went to L.A. I aren't don't they even. the better team right now? Possibly the Chargers. Yes, defensively, put a better uh, quarterback yeah, on that boy. team. Aren't they better? Yeah, better quarterback. Yes, I would yeah. agree. They but, might be better with Tyrod playing for them. I, I think we might see that next year. <laughs> I think there's a very good chance we see that next year. Yeah, and Dominican Sue, by the way, is ten. The only non-quarterback in the top 10 earnings from this decade. The only non-quarterback. Will, uh, he got paid. Will Khalil Mack make it in there? For the next decade? Yeah. Probably not. No, he's probably, probably not. His last contract is done, in my opinion. Yeah. He's not going to get another one after this. Look, at that's, we'll get to that at the end of this conversation, but where things are going is very interesting. Who, who gets paid, how, how many contracts t- players will get. All that's going to change in the next decade. It's just going to happen. Highest player cap numbers through the decade. Look at 2012. Look at Larry Fitzgerald in 2012. Wow. $20.5 million. By the way, more than likely played his last game. You think so? Well, he tweeted out something. Thank you, he Arizona. Did. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I've met Larry yeah. and interviewed him on a golf Have course. You really? That had to be impressive. It was. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, what a what a yeah, awesome human being. Move over Tony Romo, right, if he wants it? Correct. Yeah. He will be phenomenal. Phenomenal. And, you know, he his dad was a journalist. Yeah. So, like, but he, like, we got done with this interview. It was a Pebble Beach, and it's the Pro-Am. Humble brag. And, uh, well, no, I, I wasn't playing. <laughs> um, but it was a, a cool assignment. It was a year after, uh, it was, what year? What was the year Aaron Rodgers did the uh, – he drew up the Sandlot play there in the playoff game? Oh, awesome. I don't know. I, I asked him about awesome. it. Awesome. It was great. It was uh, – you know, I couldn't believe how small, by the way, Aaron Rodgers is for really? a pro quarterback. Like, he's not huge. He's probably, you know, I'd say he's 6'1". Well, his girlfriend's still half his size. And 200 pounds, maybe. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah, he's not not a big, big guy. Um, I might be selling him short there. But I just, I just one of the things I'm like, wow, like most quarterbacks, you see sure. they're, they're massive. Like – Peyton Manning is huge. Sure. Anyhow, um, Fitzgerald's huge, huge receiver. Really? Yeah, big guy. Came over. We had a great, uh, you know, two-minute interview for the radio, and then we got done. He's like, hey, man, so where are you from? I'm like, ah, Buffalo. And he's like, oh, uh, I go, you're thinking of Oak Hill. Aren't you? Yeah, man, I try to play golf wherever I go, and, uh, you know, I said, they were coming to Buffalo the following year. I said, yeah, nice. schedule. you're playing in December, though, buddy. I think, you know, yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he was, he was uh, you know, just – uh, enjoyed the yeah. conversation with him. So great guy. Twenty twelve, he made uh, twenty and a half was his cap number. That's important. Cap number. Let's look it up. What do you think? 
career earnings, Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald career earnings. Got to bring it right up right now. Um, gosh, he's thirty-seven. This is sixteenth season, all with the Cardinals. That's awesome. I am going to say he's made a hundred and ten million. One seventy-four. One seventy-four. One seventy-four, and that's with deep discounts these past two years. So, oh my gosh! In terms of wide receivers all time, I think it's going to be close. He's got. If he's he's there, is he number one? Actually, it's not close. He is number one by a ton. Kelvin Johnson. I was going to say number two is Megatron, right? Yeah, still Andre Johnson, Julio Jones, hundred three. Julio is going to. Going to climb these ranks quickly here, but I don't think he's going to catch Larry. Wow. Larry. Larry Legend. <laughs> that is remarkable. Larry Legend. There you go. Wow. Um, t- one player. He could walk away. He's good. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, nobody would uh, uh, blame well, he's him. He's certainly helping the Kyler Murray era get off the ground. Eli Manning's the only player to have the highest player kept twice yeah. on this list. Yeah. And that was in 2013 and 2016, 22, 4, and 13, 24, 2, and 16. And the highest number, uh, it's the same number, by the way, which back-to-back years. Interesting, that's Stafford, the same number. Stafford, Garoppolo, yeah. Garoppolo and Stafford, yes. And, and that Garoppolo number is important because it means the 49ers front-loaded that deal, and it's brilliant. It's just brilliant because now he's he's cap-friendly, he's cash-friendly for, for, the, for the next two, three years in San Francisco, and... Look where they are. By the way, I'm going to say this right now. I think it was good that they lost. Yeah, but three in a row? Yeah. Humbling, though. I think they're a Jeez. good team. I think they're still a good team. They got, got some, them, they got some issues issues on defense. They're hurt. Yeah. They're hurt. But you know what? Uh, stay tuned to the waiver wire because there's a, a cornerback that that Giants cut. That's right. And battled Janoris Jenkins. Uh, I think he's not long for San Francisco. I think that's a Sherman replacement right now. All right. Total... Team total cash. This is crazy. Now this is cash spending. Cash spent throughout the entire decade. A total of forty, almost forty-seven billion. By the way, to wow. players. <laughs> the number one team. Now you, you wouldn't have guessed this if I gave you five choices. No way. I would have. So I would have thought the if if you gave me you probably let me say where you be right on this. I would say the Ram- I would have picked the Rams, and I didn't, they didn't even make the top. Would you five. have picked any of these three? In fact, these top three, I can't believe number. I would two. not have picked. I would not have picked uh, number three. Top three sp- t- cash spending teams of the decade: Falcons, Bears, Ravens. Ravens, I think I would have got because of Flacco. Falcons, I I would have thought of only because of the Matt Ryan contract. But think about think about right. So there's a quarterback atti- attached to each of those teams. Correct. The, the Bears had Cutler. And Mac, that's the big contracts. That means they overspent on everything else down the line. Ravens, Flacco. Matt, remember Matt Ford, all that stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Just a lot yeah. of overpaid paid contracts. Eagles certainly understand. Niners, um, because of what's happened the last couple years. That's right. right? That, well, that's pushed them over the edge. No question. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people would have picked Washington. Yeah, they uh, spent. With Snyder, but they spent. They're reckless. But they spent, you know, they spent big. Almost identical to the Saints, which I thought would have been higher. Yeah. I thought the Saints would have been higher here. Giants, boy, the Bills make the top ten. Yeah, that uh, that's surprising. Yeah, for for, for a small market team yeah. that hasn't been good. Cardinals, <laughs> uh, then the Packers. Those round out the top ten uh, in the overall spending. Again, you can check out that chart at yeah, spottrack.com. Well, yeah, we're gonna tweet this out and put a little article together too. Top three overall draft picks 
Now these are these are by year and then it correlates to what they've earned in their career, correct? So so that's what this is what I did. I, I hashed out who the top three draft picks were versus who are now the top three earners from that draft class. And there there's for the most part it's pretty aligned. Uh, is the one is I mean? the first pick is still is he still in the league? Bradford? Yes. No, no he, he's gone. He's finally right? out, but right. man, did he make his money. Sam Bradford, Adamican Sue, and Gerald McCoy yeah. are the two defensive tackles. And that there. pretty much that pretty much aligns with the paydays. Um, as does 2011 with Cam and Von Miller and Marcel Darius, Julio Jones has now snuck into that earning list as well. Uh, now it starts to get interesting, though. 2012, it was it was Andrew Luck, RG3, Trent Richardson. Oof. If you remember that top three. Yes. Um, look where we, Browns, look, look right? where we are now with those three, by the way. Uh, the the top earner from that draft class is Russell Wilson, number seventy five overall selection. Wow! Yeah. Kirk Cousins one hundred and two. Kirk Cousins is the number three earner on that dra- in that draft class. So, what what would have been with RG three though? Right. I mean, doesn't it feel like we would we'd be in a different era if he had stayed healthy? Because we're talking about it so much right now. Because there's three or four guys. That, there's three or four versions of RG three right now. Yes. Successful. All beating the Patriots. It doesn't all stem from going back in the game? It's cyclical. Is that what it no, is? No, I'm saying no, but RG3. Right? It was a playoff game. Was it not the playoff game? He got uh, his knee went out, and then they he went back in. Oh, he went in. You're right. You're right. They didn't like, keep him out. How the hell do they? I, I'm just, You're right. I can't believe how then, the hell they And then they tried to bring him back too early, too. Yes. From, from, from health. Yes. Uh, what would have been? Because he's a viable backup right now to Lamar Jackson. He's played some ball for him. Which is a great story. Great. That, that he still is. Yeah, that, good for that's him. That's awesome. Good for him. Eric Fisher, Luke Jekyll, Deion Jordan. Yeah, they get pretty boring here in the yeah. middle of the decade, but <laughs> but they're impactful. I mean, this is where the Cowboys and the Chiefs built their offensive lines, and it works. Look, it, you just have to do this kind of stuff. Uh, from that class in 2013, by the way, it is Fisher, Lane Johnson, who was fourth overall, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins, the receiver, 27th overall. 2014, Jadavion Clowney, Greg Robinson, Blake Bortles. That's your top three drafted. Look at the earners, though. Khalil Mack is a top earner right now. He's fifth overall. Derek Carr, 36th overall, and got booed big time in Oakland. He's done, yeah. Uh, Garoppolo. I still have a look at Garoppolo. I still have an autographed rookie, Derek Carr. I don't want him to be done. Uh, The value went down. Chargers? Uh, (laughs) Chargers? Derek Carr? (laughs) Maybe a backup. All right, Garoppolo, (laughs) Garoppolo, 62nd. Uh, overall, in that but he's a number three earner in that draft class now. Woo! 2015, and boy, this guy Bruce Arians. By the way, <laughs> we is a quarterback. Talk about this guy. He's a quarterback whisperer. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and Dante Fowler, and the top three earners from 15 are Winston, Mariota, and Todd Gurley, yeah. who was tenth uh, overall there. Uh, Mariota's done, done, done. And is Winston? No, he stays. I think so. Franchise tag? I think so. Okay, yeah. I, I think get, you know get Bruce Arians another year with him. I mean he's gonna he's gonna win the passing yards title. Yes, and the interceptions title. Right, I was gonna say he's got he's got incredible stat lines. He'll throw for four hundred and some odd yards, five touchdowns, and three picks. It's it's phenomenal. Yes, he's phenomenal to watch. This is how he was in college. This is yes. just who he is. He's I think they'll give him another up. year. I give him another year. I don't know. Twenty-seven million though, on the cap. Caps one hundred. Give me one hundred ninety. It's gonna go up. You're It'll right. Be fine. Uh, Two thousand seventeen. Miles Garrett. Trubisky, Solomon Thomas. Now, Tra- Garrett's probably going to go down in earnings because of his fine, right? It's way down. Yeah, his suspension t- took a-, a chunk of change out of that. It's voided his guarantees, but he's going to get signed. He's yes. Gonna, he's getting $100 million. And they'll they'll reinstate him. He's the real deal. The- Trubisky, maybe not so much. 
Trubisky's yeah. fine, but I don't know. What do you do if you're the Bears? There's all this Cam Newton talk. Are they just going to dump yeah. Trubisky? I, Is he going to be the backup? I can see them bringing in some competition for him. Make him make him win the job. I mean, he's just I don't know. I there are he's got a, a, a I don't I don't know with the guy. Yeah, but if you're a Bears fan, but I also try to put, try to put a Bears hat on right now. Which of these quarterbacks we've talked about would would satisfy your palate? Andy Dalton ain't doing it. Derek Carr ain't doing it. But can Cam, Bridgewater? Do you want Bridgewater? No, because no, I don't. Right? I know. I I could see Cam Newton there. I could see a Derek Carr okay. playing there. Just because of the experience. But are they that much? The only one you could say, you know, is he proven he's that much, is Cam. Yeah. Right? Is Cam Newton. Yeah, but the health is such a but concern. But that line, but they're, you know, look right. how much Trubisky's got to move. They're not going to keep Cam up. Yeah, Cam Cam can't move the way he moved no. in the past. That's no. the issue. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I don't know how you satisfy that whole situation right now with a, with a quick change. I think you just stay with Trubisky and try to build up the line. Hey, look at Buffalo built their offensive lineup and their playoff team. Their offensive line, their playoff team. All the good teams we're seeing right now, right? All of them. It's start. It's the You've offensive work line inside out. You got to do it. Now they've, they've they went up to get this guy. This, I mean, number two overall. They went to get this guy ahead of you know everybody who they jumped ahead of. Um, you, you got to play him out, in my opinion. You can't just cut this guy. 2018 Mayfield, Barkley, we'll see, and Darnold. We'll see who get, who gets signed first out of those three. Baker Mayfield. Now it can't happen until after twenty one, so the new CBA will be here. Mayfield, Barkley, Sam Darnold. Who gets signed first? Who gets signed first out of that class, out of those top three? I got a lot of heat for running backs this week. I I, I trashed the running I, back I situation want, again. I want to say Saquon Barkley you because do. he's the best player. However, position says you shouldn't pay him. You shouldn't pay him. So Sam Darnold, I think, will be the one who gets paid the first out of those. Wow. Yeah. Because this was going to be my next question: Who is in who is in, in, in a Jets uniform longer, Darnold or Bell? <laughs> Sam Darnold. You like him? I like him too. I do. But I, I listen. Mono look at, threw away this whole season for me. Mono just this whole season was. It's done. make or break next year for Sam Darnold. Well, sure. Year three, he's Absolutely. gone. He's gone if he if he's terrible. I don't think he'll be terrible. I'm not an Adam Gase guy. Uh, no, I'm not. I think, I, yeah, all right, here's a question. Who will be there longer? Well, that's not a Darnold fair question. Darnold or Gase? They'll fire Gase week two if they have to. Kyler Murray, <laughs> Bosa, Jason and Quinn Garrett, Williams. Right? G- hey, probably better. Probably be better. Uh, Murray, Bosa, and Williams. Well, again, we'll we'll have to wait Bosa and see. looks like a monster. Bosa is a Both monster. The Both the Bosas are monsters. Boy, the, 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 all right, real quick. Yeah. Um, let's just say right now, which players will earn more? The Bosa's or the Watts in their career. Oh, interesting. Boy, TJ is going to get paid soon here. Is JJ done? Is JJ done? His kind, he's got Not, like three more years on that deal, so they could extend him, but they can't with this health. I mean, this is back-to-back now. Got to go with the Bosa's just by age because of JJ. TJ is going to get paid. Yeah, he is. But Pittsburgh doesn't overpay. So if he's staying there, he's going to take a deal. I mean, Cameron Hayward's on the greatest deal ever, and he's a monster. He's just a monster. I tell you that Bosa, Dup- I mean, uh, the uh, Watt Dupree combo, phenomenal. <laughs> oh, and then Devin Bush, the number yes. one, the, the perfect linebacker they drafted this year. Yeah. I mean, they're set. If the, I mean, then Mickey Fitzpatrick. Yes. Oh, by the way, we're all eating our words on that one. That's a brilliant move for the for Pittsburgh. They're set. I just don't. They just don't overpay. So I'm going to go with the Bosas because okay. the West Coast pays. Boy, what a cool thing though! You know, the, you know, oh, last night the Bosa brothers. No, no, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, the Edmonds. You uh, got the Watt brothers race. story. You got yeah. They, yeah. It's, it's really cool. Pretty cool. Notable trades in the last decade. Notable trades. 
Yeah, we've 2010, read. Marshawn Lynch goes to Seattle. That's a big one. And wins a Super Bowl. Look, it's not the biggest one, but it's a big one. And he, he changed a lot of thinking. Yes. When he put on the Seattle uniform and Pete Carroll said, this is what we're going to do now, guys. He changed a lot of thinking. I mean, even after Russell came in, Marshawn was still the go-to guy. And the reason for the trade, if remember back in the time, you know, Marshawn, his personality didn't quite fit. Well, he had some legal issues. Yes, right. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going car on. thing going he, on, right? I, think he, I, I don't think he was long for Buffalo. I, think, I don't think he loved it here. No. California guy. Yes. So there were a lot of reasons to get him out of here. But, man, did he uh, shape up. And bo- <laughs> did he not? I mean, he also turned his, I would say, perception around league-wide. Yeah. Because he had some issues when he was younger. And then you see what a community-minded guy yes. he is, right, for Oakland. That's what I mean. Everything kind of yes. grew, grew up. And, oh, by the way, one of those players that has publicly uh, come out and said he has not spent a dime of his football money. Right. Guess how much that is, by the way? Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn hang Lynch. on, hang on. Earnings. I'm going to tell you right now, so, he's eighth all-time on the running back list. Is he eighth really? All-time. So I'm going to say yeah. a buck twenty. Oh no, you're way off. No, no running back. O- only Adrian Peterson has eclipsed 100. It's all right, I'll say million. 80 million. 80. Only 56. 56 Look million. At, that's it. We we think running backs have been screwed only the past couple of years. Running backs have never been paid. The the only really great paying era for running backs was the Edger and James era, and he's second on the list with almost 70 million. Wow. But he's not he's not near 100. Reggie Bush is third, by the way. Just a goat. <laughs> Just that a from goat. getting paid in college, or is that from? Yeah. A- <laughs> We don't have we don't have the uh, official USC numbers. I'm, We're efforting though. I'm speaking fact there, right? I'm not off base with that. No, no, that oh, that actually okay. came out. I'm pretty sure yes. he admitted that and everything. By yes. the way, Frank Gore fourth on this list. Wow, which is for a guy that played 15 years. Right, <laughs> he, he didn't make any money. Uh, that's correct. He killed himself for 15 years, basically not making a ton of money. So Frank that's what Gore I mean. is also third all time, right? Third all time in rushing yards. Would you take Frank Gore or Marshawn Lynch? Oh my god. In their prime. Stop it. In their prime. It's Lynch all day. I would take Gore Lynch was excellent. Too. I yes. I, was, yeah, I loved him. I had him in a ton of fantasy leagues. Um but but Lynch was Lynch. Lynch could ch- for a lot of reasons you take Lynch. Um but this list is Look at only fifty-six million for Marshawn. Yeah, Lynch. we're, we're now. He only play, he, he didn't. I mean, he. I, did. I'm foreshadowing the conversation, but like, where's a guy like Barkley going to end up on this list? Eh, Gurley's right. at thirty-eight million right now, and his guarantees run out after next year, and he's not getting a big contract again. Might not get sixty. He's getting two-year deals. Right. I don't think he's getting sixty. No, I was saying neither guy might not. They may not get sixty. No. So is this just dead? Is, is the fifty million dollar running back dead? Could be. If 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 Gurley if Gurley and um. Barkley. Barkley, don't make it happen. Right. McCaffrey might. What about Kamara? No. Yeah. He's been okay. above average, but not great. They're, not, they're barely using him right now. And McCaffrey when, might. When you look at all the, the, the running back by committees, right? Well, that's, that's not going away either. Right, not going away. Yeah. All right, Redskins, they trade up with the Rams for RG3. Is this the biggest trade of the decade? They swapped first and Washington. So they swapped the first-round picks. And then Washington also sent... First-round picks in 13 and 14, 14. and they also added a second-round pick there. That is incredible. For RG3. Right. And they (laughs) used those picks. Oh, the Rams? Yes. Oh, they rebuilt their entire structure. Rebuilt their entire team from it. Yeah. I think that's the biggest trade of the decade. Looking at these, yes. The last one might be. be. The last one might be close, though. Well, we'll have to see. Uh, Alex Smith to the Chiefs for two seconds. By the way, was nothing. Remember, he was a bust. He was a bust, and they get two seconds for him. Yeah. He was playing Can you decent. imagine now a starting quarterback? Oof. <laughs> right. Um, he's 
by the way, good for him. I don't know if you saw the the video of him. Maybe it was about two months ago, a month ago. He was uh, on a treadmill. Yes, yes. It was kind of cool to see. Is he trying to get back? No one, no one's really saying whether he's trying to or not. I don't know if he's trying to come back and play, yeah. but he obviously has to come back to have a life. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, of course. But like he was sprinting on a treadmill. Yeah. With this cast thing on. Yeah. Pretty incredible. It, it's. Uh, because if that injury happened... I don't know if I hope he comes back, but I, I certainly hope he gets back to full health. But. I mean, if that injury happened 10, 15 well, years size, ago, yeah, right? I mean, right? they've come Thiesman. a long way. Long way. Gross. Uh, Trent Richardson to the Colts for a first. This... What a steal for the Colts, right? No. No. No, I'm, excuse me. Yeah. The, the reason Browns. I brought this up Brown, is Browns, it's, Browns. it's probably the one move the Browns made this decade that right, was smart. Like, that was brilliant. They realized this guy was a bag of bones, yes. and they kind of kept it quiet and said, ah, oh, you know, we... we we just don't really need a running back right now. We're going to ship him. It was a year after they drafted him. Yes. And they got a first-round pick from the Colts for it, and he completely flamed out. Jacoby Brissett to the Colts for Phil Dorsett. Yeah. I, I you know, I, <laughs> what do you want, I mean, I don't even want to say here? I, These next I, two are the Patriots in a nutshell. Yeah, Garoppolo to Patriots the Niners for a second. Yes. But it, it's, yes, it's great that the Colts got Brissett. Yes, it's great that the 49ers got Garoppolo. But it's, it's the stones of the, and, the, and the reputation that they earned of the Patriots that they were able to do this at the time they did it. Yes. They traded Garoppolo. Both both they both guys, right? We're 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 all sitting around a table talking about how Tom Brady is clearly in decline and they trade Garoppolo. Right. I mean, that is stones. I mean, there's reports that Brady made him do it. I don't know. Who knows? But that's stones. You could see that. Come on. I don't care. I don't I don't even it. care. They did it. Why well, like why they traded their franchise their franchise guy in the middle of Tom Brady's decline. Why you know why you can see it? Because how did Brady get the gig? Yeah, he ripped it away. Ripped it For away sure. from Drew Bledsoe. For sure. So he could see that happening. But this is just this is the Patriots in a nutshell right here. Traded two currently starting quarterbacks, possibly playoff quarterbacks, in the middle of question. this whole thing. Would the Patriots offense be better right now with Garoppolo? Yeah, no question. Right? There's no question. It's not what it used Everybody to be. Everybody knows that. And, and I'm and it's not, not blaming just, Brady. He's 42. Right. It's not just Gronk not being there, but yeah. He it's is, a big part of it, but yeah, no, it's a quarterback problem. He's 42 years old. And it's not that Brady is bad. They've had to change the offense because of who Brady is. Sure. If Garoppolo's there with his big arm, they're going downfield. You think Brady's last year's this year? Yeah, you got to have this conversation if you're talking about the decade, right? Cause right. This, this has been two decades. This has been Correct. 20 years of Brady and Belichick. I was just having this conversation with my son on the ride to school. We were talking about uh, – he's nine, and we are talking about are the playoff scenarios. Yeah, what, he's a what's Bills it going to be? It's going to be Patriots. And he said, does the Patriots – Titans? says, the Patriots always make it. I'm like, well, because they've had Tom Brady, the, the greatest quarterback ever. the 11th ever. straight AFC East titles. Yeah, most likely. And what else? Yeah. Most likely. They're going to beat the Dolphins. That's it. Most likely. Um, so is it going to be tight? the Titans? Who who snuck in there? Who's going to be that fifth seed or the sixth seed? Well, the Titans still the after losing to the Texans. Ravens by Patriots will play. It's going to be the Titans or Steelers, right? Steelers. I was out my boy. That would be beautiful. Yes. Anyhow. No, no. Let's yeah, make, let's yeah, make, let's. I'm say. just saying, like it is. If I'm, I'm trying Patriots, to think. If he loses the first round, what does that mean for his career? Is he going to leave? Even if he wins. I, I you think he's done? I I could see it, you know, being done. I don't know. Okay. Although if he win if he wins, I, if if he wins, you, the argument for him staying is there, right? Yeah, of course. Right. If he if he goes to the AFC Championship, the argument for him staying is there, unless he's just completely awful in the game. 
And and listen, I'm, I'm totally 50-50, which is incredible. He's 42. I'm 50-50. Right. And the and here's the thing with the playoffs, right? You never underestimate no. the heart of a champion. No, and their defense and, is nails. Yeah, I'm just saying, but he, I think his play will rise up. Of course. I mean, he's playing the Bengals this past week. He, he didn't, yeah. you know. It's Bengals, Bills, he could Dolphins. Throw, he could throw left-handed in yeah. that game. That's how rough the Bengals I mean, they take are. it easy on the Bills. I expect the Bills to beat them. The Patriots don't need it. They just don't need it. They don't need to risk injury. Actually, I could see them beating the bill. I could see them putting everything. They, they, why, but, but wait a second. You can't have Stefan Gilmore get hurt. You can't have Tom Brady get hurt in week 16. just can't happen. But if you have to go into the final week of the season and to beat, beat the, the Dolphins, Dolphins who cares? I understand that. But would you rather have two weeks of rest? I think they... I don't think they're going to sit on anybody. I just think they're going to be very conservative. I think it's going to be a big James White, Sony Michelle week. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. That's all I'm saying. $100 million contracts. Yeah. We, we didn't really answer, by the way, the question if we think Brady's I told you done. I'm 50-50. I can't yeah, even I'm answer fi- it. I, think, I, I, I can't think, even answer it. I think everybody in the NFL is 50-50 on this. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. I'm more confident in Breeze coming back than Brady. Let me put it that way. Oh, Drew Breeze for sure. He should come back. Absolutely. He should come back. Drew Breeze is a marvel. Yep. Uh, not that Brady's not. All right, $100 million contracts. There were only two in 2010 at the beginning of the decade. At the end of the decade, there's 16. 16. 16 $100 million contracts. Which is about right. That's about in line with the cap increase, so you can understand how that's getting there. Now, that's funny money. Remember, $100 million isn't $100 million in the NFL, so you know there's there, it's a bit of a jaded point because the guarantees are all that matter. We are at, we are at a point now, though, where $100 million guarantees exist. That's the Matt Ryan threshold, so... That's where we are from here forward. Mahomes and Watson and those guys, they're going to be signing $120 million guaranteed contracts. When you look at percentage of cap by position, no surprise here that quarterbacks are the uh, the highest percentage. That's at 18.6%. Receiver is the second highest on offense at 117 Yeah. And then when you look at uh, defense, it, the edge rusher is 12.4%. Me, me, I thought cornerback would be yeah, higher. Let me preface this a little bit. So this is a really important point um, as we push to the next decade here, especially with the new CBA coming. We're talking about, we talk about average annual salaries and guaranteed money a lot because they're, they're easy to talk about. right? It's easy to say that Tom Brady makes $23 million a year because it's a nice round number to speak to. But the more important version of, of or takeaway you should have with a contract is what percentage of that current league cap it is. So for instance... Russell Wilson, he's 18.6% of $188 million, which is our current league cap. That's what his $35 million represents. So going forward, like I said, the cap's going to jump to 190-something, 196.78 next year. So 18.6 or 19% of that is where we're starting when we talk about Watson and Mahomes and these next the quarterback thresholds. Uh, that's the increase you need to see. It's not $35 million to $36 million, right? It's not just it's, you've got to beat Russell Wilson's contract. It's percentage-based, you've got to be in line with the current cap. Um, so when you look at, and I, I will tweet this out for sure, when you look at the positions, you mentioned cornerback, there is no question that the cornerback at 8% of the cap has to be increased. Yes. Players like Tredavious White and Jalen Ramsey and Marcus Peters, they need to reset this market. That's got to be over 10. If wide receivers are worth almost 12% of the cap, then the guy stopping the wide receivers got to be at least worth 10, 11, right? At yes. least. In fact, many think they should be aligned. Many think the edge rusher should be aligned with the quarterback. Many think the left tackle should be aligned with any any most important piece of that offense. The left tackle's at less nine percent, less than nine percent right now. Do you think you'll see running backs at eight percent? You see, you, th- you think you'll see that go down? Let's talk about it. 
I think I, you have I, to. I think so too. You're gonna have some out. You're gonna have McCaffrey just bust the ceiling, probably this off season. McCaffrey might get 18 million a year. I can see that. McCaffrey's a wide receiver. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Um, he's Le'Veon Bell without the holdout right now. So I, he he should bust that ceiling, which is going to keep things a little bit higher. But yeah, you're going to look at Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley and David Johnson aren't helping anybody right now because they're just not playing out those contracts. They're just, they're not performing to the to what you need. Teams thought they'd get, at least get two to three strong years out of a out of a a back they paid. Now maybe Zeke Elliott can be that. Zeke's had a strong first season here. If he comes back and has a good second season on that money, on that big money contract, then maybe there's something to be said about signing Saquon Barkley and all that going forward. But, but I, I think 8% is in trouble. But, yeah, I, I do too because I'll, I'll give you three teams uh, examples. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say Patrick Lindsay last year Perfect. for the Bronco, Broncos. I'll say Mostert this year yeah. for the 49ers. Like Eckler. Eckler. And how about Devin Singletary? They come out of nowhere. Right. They, they draft these running backs in the third round and their immediate impacts. They come out or undrafted. They come right. out of nowhere. They come. They, you can get these guys and throw them in for for six weeks, and they're more than adequate. And that's fine. Look, and I'm not I'm not downplaying how great Barkley is. Barkley's great. Great McCaffrey's player. Great. Zeke's great. But the gap. But let's talk about is not that big. Well, let's right? talk about the, the players I just mentioned. Kevin, Le'Veon Bell ain't going to the playoffs. David Johnson not going to the playoffs. He's not even the start. He's not even the second string on that team anymore. Yeah. Kenyon Drake, who they acquired. 11 minutes ago had the biggest fantasy performance of the year yesterday. Um, and Barkley's not going. Barkley's not going. I don't know if Gurley's Four, go- I don't know if Gurley's going. Fournette's not I think going. Gurley, I think the Rams right. missed the playoffs. Fournette's not going. Going, right. I, I mean, Zeke's going. Zeke's in. So you've got your highest paid running back is going to be in the playoffs. So that's, that's, like I said, that's something. That's something to hold Man, your head on. Look at the combo in Seattle. Great one, too. You know, a penny got hurt, but they're, they're, they're not paid. No, I know. I'm paid. just saying, like, you don't have to pay them. You, <laughs> don't, you, have to, you don't have to pay running backs. It's not looking good. That's what, let's put it that way. <laughs> All right, guarantees. Guaranteed contracts. Now let's talk about this because it's been good. Um, I, we, we sort of glossed over. I forgot what happened. I think it was the Antonio Brown. It was the Antonio Brown stuff. I'm on a plane tweeting about Antonio Brown left and right, up and down. And, oh, by the way, Julio Jones signs this incredible contract. Incredible contract. Three for $66 million, like 99% guaranteed. It's essentially the Kirk Cousins deal. Right, we we had a wide receiver sign a, sign a quarterback deal, and and those two deals right there have got to be promising for where we're going in the next decade of contracts. That's what players and teams should want. That's fine. There's no fluff. You're going to guarantee that money anyway. You don't need to put a big signing bonus on it, you, which means you don't need to. to you add, don't need cash or escrow up front. You don't have to have you, the the Cleo Mack that, situation. Hopefully that goes right? away in the next yes. CBA. All these things together combined should mean shorter contracts, more percentage guaranteed. More movement, better off seasons. Uh, all those things should be the p- part of the NFL in the next decade. Do you think that the shorter contracts with those guarantees it forces organizations to be better? All it the has way to, around, right? Because it aligns with how they're thinking anyway. They're only thinking in three-year windows right now. Yes, trust me. They're not. They they could care less about Cleo Max twenty twenty-four salary. They could care less in, in Chicago. It means nothing to them. All they care about is we've got Trubisky in this window. We've got David Montgomery in this window. Allen Robinson probably needs a contract in this window. Like, that's just how you're thinking. And if the, if the contracts are shorter, think about it. Julio Jones signed this year. He's got three more years left. They're going to start thinking about next year. Next year, they're going to start thinking about what do we do with Julio Jones in two years, right? Like, where's our window versus Julio Jones? Because it's a, such a succinct contract, whereas there's no fluff. When there's fluff, like DeAndre Hopkins' contract in Houston, it, you, you sort of – 
lose track of where players are in, inside of the window. They're here. They're signed. We don't care about them. You, if, if you're a player and you're an agent, you want that team always thinking about your guy. Always. And Atlanta has no choice but to think about Julio Jones in every conversation for the next two years because of how he's fully guaranteed and he'll be up for free agency in two and a half years. All right, these numbers are the – these are the decade. What, statistics? The stats, the Yeah, decade. let's just kind of fly through this because they're sure. interesting to kind of go, go along with the conversation here. Uh, most touchdown passes, uh, the three names there shouldn't surprise you. Yeah. Breeze, Brady, Rodgers, both over 300 Breeze, touchdown Breeze passes. Breeze numbers are incredible. Breeze is 335. Almost forty six thousand passing yards. That is, in th- fact, he'll probably be there after next week. He will be there after next week. Yeah. By the way, Tom Brady's not uh, in the most passing yards. No. But you think about all the leads they have and all the time they've run the football. That's correct. That's why I wouldn't have it. The previous yeah, decade, I was dunks. Peyton. Yeah, Peyton Manning was over forty two thousand yards. Phil Rivers forty three seven sixty. Um, they're gonna put him in the Hall of Fame. Nah, nah, I nah. listen. Dan Fouts is in. He's got to go. Uh, Warren Moon's in. I mean, come on. Anyway, if you uh, put Philip Rivers in, you got to put Kirk Cousins in. Well, if Cousins right, plays a better four argument, more years, Eli Manning or Phil Rivers, you got. You oh no, it's two. not an argument because of the wins. It's not an argument. Yeah, I agree. So, Eli, wait, Eli won yesterday. So Eli's one forty-seven and one forty-seven. Yeah, he <laughs> that's won. incredible. Um, <laughs> what a beautiful way to finish. Yeah, most interceptions, Eli Manning, one fifty-six. Philip Rivers, one fifty-one. There you go. James has got to be like, what, eight away from this (laughs) in three years? By the way, Ryan Fitzpatrick is third at 133. Although we should point out Brett Favre had 176 picks. Last decade? Last decade. That's incredible. Rushing touchdowns, Adrian Peterson, 70. LaShawn McCoy, 69. I think people might be surprised by that. Marshawn Lynch, 67. Uh, Previous decade high, get get this, 138 touchdowns. Yeah, LaDainian had a year. LaDainian Tomlinson, (laughs) Awesome. Rushing yards, LaShawn McCoy in the decade, over uh, just over 10,000. Frank Gore, 9,700. AP, 9,600. How about de- touchdowns? Look at, look at receiving touchdowns. Receiving touchdowns. Would you have guessed this? I wouldn't have guessed any of the three. Yeah. I would have said Julio, probably. Yeah. Julio doesn't catch touchdowns, though. No. Gronk. Gronk. 79. Yeah. Antonio Brown, 75. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> He's, he's got like one the last three years, he's got say, 74 this decade. Every time I pick him in uh, Daily Fantasy, uh, he doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. 74, 120 for Randy Moss the last decade. Most receiving yards, Julio and Antonio Brown, both over 11,000. By the 000. way, Randy Moss at 120, leading Thomas 138 um, touchdowns. It's this whole depth conversation, right? Right. That's, yes. what, that's, what, that's what this is saying. I mean, you, Adrian Peterson has half the touchdowns this decade than Tomlinson had last year. And it's because Adrian's been a running back by committee. And similar to how tight ends and wide receivers have spread the ball out so much, you're just not going to see one player dominate the way that they used to do. Uh, most, most picks the decade, Richard Sherman, 35, Reggie Nelson, 31, Earl Thomas, 30. Previous high was Darren Sharper with 58. Why so much more? It's interesting, right? Because they pass more now, which you, is fascinating to me. Is that why? I, but, but No, but I'm saying there should be higher interceptions. I don't know. You know, or because they're they not don't going throw down the field anymore, right? Or, or they don't throw it at yeah. him. Like, am I going to throw it towards Richard right. Sherman? Right. That's right. Darrell Revis broke everything, <laughs> right? Most sacks: Von Miller, one hundred and five this decade. J.J. Watt, ninety six. Cameron Wake, ninety five. Sneaker, yeah. Jason Taylor, one hundred and eleven. Yeah, in the last decade. Boy, he was a really good player. Strong. Team good stats stuff. through week fourteen. Um, now, the, the completion. So we're talking about passing, right? 
it's up two more completions per though. game, right? Yeah. And the passing yards have it's gone up ton, about though. 14. Not a ton. You're it's right. It's not as much as we I think we, we, we say it, but and a lot of it probably is because the running backs are being used as wide receivers, don't you think? Well, you know, they were used you, you think about the yeah, 90s. Ladanian was, right? Ladanian, yeah, I mean, so the 90s, you know, Thurman Thomas, Roger Craig, right. those guys changed it. Yeah, where they were, Yeah, they were, they were catching more. Thurman for sure. Thurman for sure. Yeah, and then Matt Forte kind of was the poster boy for that bridge. He really became, uh, you know, what we see in Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson and those guys today. But you're right. I, I, just, I just don't think it was that much different. I don't, I don't think it was that much different. I, I, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, offensive averages per team. We have a chart there. Interceptions per team is way down. Crazy, right? Right to uh, from sixteen to ten point four. I think it's. I think you're decade. right, Kevin. I think offenses, offensive coordinators are just keeping it away from the the dominant cornerbacks. Quarterbacks better. Corner are, could be. Co- are quarterbacks better? Yeah. Are, well, <sighs> you wouldn't think so, right? I'd have to say no. Right. I'd have to say no. So. I'm worried, just are you worried about the next decade of quarterbacks? I think you have. Let's well, finish with this conversation because we're going to lose Rodgers and Rivers and Manning and Roethlisberger and Brady and Breeze. Sure. And, I mean, well, what I'm concerned within the next three years, all of them are gone, right? So what I'm concerned about is, yeah, they're they're going to be gone. gone. I I think the concern about great like the great quarterbacks and next great quarterbacks. Like so, let's look, let's take Cam Newton as an example because Cam Newton, yeah, was Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, yes, yes. Um, yes. It, the running and you know, can he become Russell Wilson? Okay, so there you go. Right, Th- those are the two examples. Those are the those are the extremes right now, right? Because they're both MVP candidates. They're both Super Bowl guys, right? It's it's are they going to go Cam's route or Russell's route? Because Russell has stayed and not I got to knock on wood. He has stayed unbelievably healthy. Yes, for the kind of player he is and the size he is. So, is that what we're looking at here? Right? Because you're right. Mahomes already looks beat up to me. Yeah, yeah. He already looks beat up. Two years in, but so can they be? You know, can they become as effective? Not moving uh, the way they move. Well, we've With talked about taking this their a couple of shows ago. Um, the things that don't last long in life: running our, quarterbacks our teams, and dogs that chase our, cars. But man. our team, yeah, our, but our team's just gonna. Are, are they going to go with that? Is that going to be their thinking? Well, if it we're works, not even worried about fifteen-year careers anymore, we're going to use the hell out of you for six years. Well, let's see. What someone's got to win a yeah. Super Bowl? Yeah, right. Um, Mahomes or Jackson or Allen okay. have to win a Super. I mean, Wilson won a Super Bowl. Yep, and then got paid and got paid again. But you know that's the. Cam got paid. I, I mean, Cam made it to a Super Look, Bowl. Everybody's getting a second contract. That's not a question sure. mark. But the third one is, and this is what I was talking about with the percentages and all that. Um, you know, certainly running backs are done getting third contracts. That's not going to happen. I would agree with okay. that. Okay, they're, they're not getting big unless you're Frank Gore. You get fifth and sixth. But contracts. I'm talking but they're, they're dinky multi-year contracts. extensions. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking multi-year extensions. Um, I just don't know. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes signs, let's say it's this offseason, he signs a four-year extension, similar, you know, a, 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 a Jared Goff on steroids contract. Four years, $160 million. Whatever it is. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. What does that make him? 29 when he needs to resign? So he certainly should get another contract. Yeah. But will he? 
based on everything we just said? Or is he going to look like Eli Manning out there? <laughs> you know? Is he? Uh, well, is he, how long is he going to have Travis? You know, here's the, how long is he going to have Travis Kelsey? Here's another thing with these. Windows. Right? The windows. Windows. And we look at the quarterbacks we're looking at now. Yeah. They have great tight ends. Great tight ends for the most part. Well, let's even take it a step further. The reason the Breezes and the Bradys and the, and the Rodgers, to a lot of degree, have, have been here for, for this long is because they have been flexible. They have been able to become whatever their roster needed them to be, right? Whatever. I yes. Mean, I mean, there have been years where Rodgers ran for 400 yards. There have been years where Rodgers didn't move out of the pocket and threw the ball downfield to Devontae Adams all day. Uh, he's been flexible. Certainly, Brady has used whatever they've given him. Right, and he's also played incredibly smart. Can these quarterbacks do that? I don't think so. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We're going to see it with Goff and and Mahomes probably next year. There's going to be quite a bit of turnover, I think. Uh, That's what I'm worried about. Are these guys one-trick ponies? Or can they be flexible enough to to whatever, however the roster has to change, and of course it has to change. We're talking about it changing even more with smaller contracts. How can these guys adapt to whatever, you know, because you're not going to plug and play Julio Joneses. This is not going to happen. Correct. You're not going to go find those guys or nope. be in a position to draft those guys every four years. So you're going to have to be able to change your offense. Can your quarterback change with you? I'm not sure. I mean, the Ravens built the Lamar Jackson system to a perfection. But that's going to have to change. But that's for that one player. That's one player right. in his prime right now for three years. What happens when Lamar Jackson's 27 and Mark Ingram's not there, and Mark Andrews needs $60 million as a tight end. Yeah. And, you know, and th- those are the questions. It, it's, the, it's the longevity question of this kind of a quarterback in a system that has to be fluid because everything else is going to change more and more. All right. Fascinating stuff on the decade in football, and uh, we talked baseball earlier on there. And we want to mention Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment. Uh, we thank them for their support of the show. They believe in empowering professional athletes and entertainers. With all, everything they need to know to make informed decisions about finances and wealth and all this billions of dollars we've been talking about there. To learn more, go to morganstanley.com slash GSE, Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Hey, make sure you uh, check out spottrack.com, the premium section. Uh, become a member there, ad-free experience and uh, some other great stuff and all the access uh, to numbers during the week. Uh, remember the athletic offer that we, we mentioned there, that 40% off. There's a link on the website at SpotTrack.com for that, too. Golf is live. PGA Golf is live on SpotTrack. PGA Earnings is live. By the way, 40 years. If you <laughs> did not watch the President's Cup, yeah, you missed a, out. That was a finish. That was great By the way, golf stuff. in primetime, that has to become a thing. That oh. has got to become a thing. Well, you're going to get it at the start of the year in Kapalua and the Sony Open, and then you'll have uh, the Desert uh, Classic, like hosted it. by Mickelson, and then you have Torrey Pines, then you have the Phoenix uh, Open. So, yeah, you'll uh, it'll be a little later. Uh, not quite prime time, but uh, nice. on the Phoenix one, but the other one's out west in California. Yeah, super well. It is great stuff. All right, for Mike Gennetti, I'm Kevin Sylvester. Thanks for listening to the SpotTrack.com podcast.